and welcome to Primary Care Spotlight, the podcast that brings you all the latest news and insights from Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub. Cornwall Primary Care Training Hub is delivered in partnership with Kerner Health CIC, working on workforce development programmes across the Cornwall health and care system, and we are here to support all those working in primary care. Hello and welcome to Primary Care Spotlight. In this episode of the podcast, I talk with Rachel Faulkner about living longer, better in Cornwall. Um, and their vision is that everyone in Cornwall has the opportunity to live an active, healthy and happy life. And their mission is to bring organisations, people and places together to improve conditions that unlock the power of physical activity and sport. So... Rachel's going to be talking all about that and what it's all about. And there's some links to other resources about living longer better in the podcast description. Hi there. Welcome to the podcast. If you could just introduce yourself, sort of your name, job role, what you do, that'd be great. Yeah. Hi, my name's Rachel Faulkner. I work for the Active Cornwall team on the programme called Live Longer Better, um, which is all about um, encouraging older adults to get more active. Yeah, it's a brilliant programme. So I look forward to telling you all about it. Perfect. Well, I suppose a really good place to start is like, what does it actually mean then to live longer better? Well, you know, we are living longer, which is great. And in fact, by 2038, there'll actually be 40% more people aged over 65 than there was in 2018. But it's not just about living longer better. Um, It's about being healthy, isn't it? You know, and having a healthy life expectancy and, and keeping up with our longer lifespans, really. At the moment, we're also we're spending more times in period of high dependency where we've got multiple long term conditions and things like that. But for me, we really want to look at increasing that healthy lifespan. So living longer, better and, you know, keeping those living in that good health, really. So living longer, better in good health. I suppose it's sort of that uh, common idea, is it, that people often say, you know, it's about the quality of life. It's not just like about living longer, I suppose, is it? it's about quality. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like quality, not quantity. Hey, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, so how can we live longer better? Well, activity is so important. So movement, um, it's just absolutely provides so many benefits, both physically and mentally. And the fantastic thing about being physically active and fitness, for example, is at any age, we can still improve our fitness. So that's one really important point. But when we talk about activity, I'm not just talking about physical. I'm sort of also talking about cognitive. So we need to keep our brain working, our brain health. So, you know, keeping learning new skills um, and keeping, you know, like trying new things in life, connecting with people um, and, and doing new things and sort of talking to people, those sorts of things. So activity, looking at the physical, the cognitive and the emotional, really. So that really is about how we're living longer, better. And another thing when we're sort of getting older is we often tend to think about ageing as um, a negative thing, getting older. But actually, it's really it's really important to think positively and keep our sense of purpose as we get older. So often people retire and then we think, oh, what's what's our purpose in life? You know, for example. So it's really important to ensure that we keep positive as well in our mindset. Keep trying new things, keep learning, keep connecting. And, and keeping active for sure, keeping moving. Yeah, I suppose it's, like you say, it's about changing that mindset, isn't it? Because as a nurse, you do see people come in and they sort of will say things like, well, I'm just getting older or I couldn't do that, I'm getting older or it's that I'm getting older excuse that we sort of get into our minds that we suddenly can't do as much or would Absolutely. actually 
maybe yeah. we could, we can. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, Muir, Professor Sir Muir Gray, who who leads our sort of national programme, he's 78 now. And he says, you know, on every birthday, that means he's got to do a sort of an extra minute of activity, you know. It's mm. absolutely about that can-do attitude, isn't it? And actually, you know, age is sort of a simple uh, set of biological processing. And that starts as early as we when we're children. We're, we're getting older every day. Mm. So it, it's not about that. It's, you know, it's all those other things that, you know, improving our fitness at any age, you know, we can still do that. Positive yeah. thinking and also disease. You know, unfortunately, there are some diseases that are, preve- or, you know, are, aren't preventable. But many diseases are really preventable through living a healthy, active lifestyle and you know work living in an environment that are better for our health really so you know there's definitely lots we can do at any age to still improve our health and well-being for sure so that sort of leads nicely into how much activity should we actually be doing like do we need to be going out and running a marathon not at all so (laughs) (laughs) for me it's it's finding something you enjoy to be active in that that's the key something that you really love um the chief medical officer's guidelines, for example, are, you know, we should be doing um, some muscle strength and activity at least two days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and people say, oh, well, how many minutes a week? So the actual recommendations, recommendation is 150 minutes of moderate intensity or 75 minutes of vigorous intensity. Now, when you say what is the difference between moderate and vigorous? For me, I always say, well, if it's moderate, For example, if I'm on a walk and I can hold a nice conversation, but my heart rate's, you know, pumping and I can feel my heart rate, that's great. So walk and talk. If I'm walking, but I could actually sing a good song and get my tunes out there, I'm probably not working hard enough. And if I'm really struggling to hold that conversation and I'm out of breath, probably working a little bit too hard at that moderate level. So it's having a walk and talk, but making sure we can really increase that heart rate, really. And the lovely thing about the 150 minutes of activity a week is that it, you can break that down into little nuggets of five minutes here, 10 minutes there. And it can incorporate all activities from gardening, from walking, you know, to running, to cycling, to just, you know, any kind of moving your body, really. And and it's like you said at the beginning, it's not about running a marathon. It's about what you enjoy, what you can maintain and what you can keep doing. And, and that's really, really important. And actually, for older adults, there is an extra sort of recommendation for older adults, 65 plus, for example, we recommend at least two days a week of doing some balance and flexibility activities as well. Yeah. So what are the big sort of main health benefits of being active or why why is it so important to be active? Well, this is what I just love about activity and physical activity is that there are so many health benefits So, for example, um, it actually reduces your cognitive decline by 40 percent. So, you know, as we get older, we we hear about dementia and it's a disease many people are frightened of. But actually, by being active, we can reduce that risk by over 40 percent, which is amazing. We can reduce our risk of type 2 diabetes by 35 percent. Depression by nearly 50 percent. It's 48 percent. So, again, massive mental health benefits as well as the physical benefits. Um, And really important as we get older as well around reducing bone fractures, for example, 66 percent reduction. So, you know, looking at osteoporosis, things like that. And it also has a really impact on reducing some cancers as well. So it will reduce your risk of cancer by breast cancer by 20 percent and colorectal cancer by 19 percent. So a huge range of health benefits. 
um, you know, I love this quote, actually. Um, Dr. Anne Manson, a professor of medicine at Harvard University, wrote a fantastic book called Exercise, The Miracle Cure. And she said, walking is as close to a magic bullet as you'll find in modern medicine. If there was a pill that could lower the risk of chronic disease like walking, people would be clambering over it. And I, I just think that's so, so true. You know, when we people get medicines and things like that. But if we put all those percentages on those little pill bottles that reduce your risk of getting all these diseases, people would be out there buying them, wouldn't they? And the yeah. fantastic thing about exercise and activity like walking is it's free. It costs you nothing. And we also live in Cornwall, don't we? So what yeah. beautiful natural environment we've got with the green and blue gyms, the ocean, the beautiful countryside. So, yeah, I think um, it's so important. There's so many benefits and we, we, you know, we can use them just on our doorstep here in Cornwall. And I suppose, like you say there, there's loads of like long-term benefits. It's, it's a nice sort of thought, isn't it, if you put those on a, on a pill bottle. But even like the immediate after effect of when you go for a walk or do a bit of exercise, you feel like immediately that little bit better, don't you? You get all those sort of like happy endorphins and, and oh, things, don't yeah. you? Totally. The release of those lovely endorphins. And the lovely yeah. thing is, you know, you're walking, it's often something you can do with others. And that connecting, especially after COVID, you know, and being isolated and things like that just being with people connecting and then you know like I say taking in that nature there's so many mental health benefits of actually just being in nature so you know taking notice of that beautiful blue sky out there today for example or you know the beautiful trees or the ocean and the sounds that are around the wildlife so yeah those benefits now of I mean I always say you know if sometimes if you just don't feel like doing something but you do it you never regret doing it you always feel better for sure yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a really good point. So what are the aims of Live Longer Better then? Well, Live Longer Better has sort of three main aims, really. The first aim is to really increase well-being and health span and compress that period of dependency that I mentioned at the beginning there. So to really look at that increase in that health span. So we're living longer in better health. The second aim is to improve our well-being, both physically, cognitively and also emotionally. And this is hope to help people feel and function better um, and really help prevent and delay things like frailty, dementia and disability. And then the third main aim really is to help reduce the need for health and social care in the long and and short term. You know, sort of helping helping someone to really increase their strength, stamina and skill so they can regain and maintain their own ability to look after themselves, really. Yeah. So another overarching aim of Live Longer Better, really, fundamentally, is to develop a new culture, a revolution, really. And what we really want to go from is that care to enabling to help people, you know, do more for themselves by using the physical, cognitive and emotional activity to increase our health span. I like this little quote, actually, from Desmond Tutu. It says there comes a point when we need to stop pulling people out of the river. We need to go upstream and find out why they're falling in. So it's really about prevention, really. And, you know, getting that changing that culture from care to enabling. Yeah, and that's a huge part now of the NHS long term plan, isn't it? I mean, it's all about prevention. And and obviously that makes complete sense when it comes to health, doesn't it? You know, why wait for things to be a problem? So what is actually happening in Cornwall specifically on this programme then? Yeah, so it's exciting that Cornwall's taking part in the programme. Um, I'm two days a week at the moment, but we would hope in the future we're looking at, you know, I- increasing the programme and getting more and more work in this area. We um, 
we have a, 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 a live longer, better network. So we're working with a range of partners and members. We've currently got over 250 um, partners and members involved in the network. So it's all about trying to work together around that prevention and find out how we can all work together to make this, you know, make the, our aims of live longer, better come true. Um, we produce a, a Live Longer Better monthly bulletin, which is really aimed at um, health professionals and practitioners, anyone working with older adults, to try and help communication and pull together what's happening around evidence base, what's happening locally, all the great organisations who are working together on this, for example, at Age UK, Cornwall, you know, organisations like that. And excitingly, we are also just producing a, a new magazine, a Live Longer Better magazine, more for public facing, again, um, digitally and paper version as well, to really help sort of scale it up and let people know how to get involved, what's happening locally in Cornwall. So that's definitely sort of uh, an area that hopefully people can see what's coming forward and, and sort of get engaged with what's happening locally. Amazing. And what opportunities are available? Well, the great thing is, as part of the Live Longer Better National Programme, Professor Sir Muir Gray, who's leading this and is an amazing guy, has actually put um, a short training programme together. And that's aimed at health professionals, again, and practitioners working with older adults. And it really looks at um, a variety of topics from understanding ageing to improving physical fitness, how we increase our brain ability and reduce dementia, for example. There's sort of 12 six minute videos and we've got these videos um, available to any health professional or practitioner across Cornwall at the moment for free. Um, so we, if anyone's interested in doing a little bit of training to help them understand and see how they can embed their these messages into their existing roles um, to try and, you know, encourage um, when they're talking to a patient or a client around increasing their activity. Um, so that's definitely one opportunity from a health professional practitioner point of view. But also for the public, um, Muir's produced some videos, 12 minutes of 12 modules. So, again, they're available. So, again, there's something hopefully for everyone where we can all learn about and uh, hopefully that will help us feel more confident in talking about and encouraging and finding out, you know, what opportunities in Cornwall then. So, for example, you know, what local walking groups are they? You know, is there any swim sessions? Um, I'd be love to start a new table tennis or I'd love to go to a local bridge club. What activities? And so hopefully the Live Longer Better network can really help point people in the right direction and, and find them what's happening in their local area, really. Great. And, and where can people find out more if they're really interested in sort of all of this? Yeah, I think the best place really is to go to the Active Cornwall website. So if they go to www.activecornwall.org and then on the front page, there's a little um, a big square that says Live Longer Better. So if they click on there, then they can access all of the Live Longer Better information. And on there, we've got some information for the professionals and then an information for public site. So there's lots of information, you know, on, on the programme. So that's probably the best place. ActiveCornwall.org. Perfect. And do you have any sort of final thoughts that you'd like to end on or anything that you'd want to just sort of like say as your last thought? I think for me, it's really important to think at any age, you know, whatever we're doing, we can do a little bit more. You know, we're never too old. It's about being positive and thinking forward. And on our activity, I always think every minute counts. So even if you're not near the 150 minutes, you know, just doing something is, is best, you know, is great. And the more is better. But it's really about, 
you know, connecting with others, getting more active and getting outside and enjoying that really and, you know, helping others really. So, yeah, I hope that, um, you know, you want to get involved in the programme and uh, live longer better. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me on the podcast. Thanks, Emma. Bye. Bye. all today from primary care spotlight thank you for listening and i look forward to you joining me again soon for more information you can visit our website www.kernerhealthcic.org.uk forward slash cornwall training hub you can also follow us on twitter at cornwall underscore th and on facebook at cornwall training hub to speak to the training hub team about how we can help your practice or career please contact us at kernerhealthcic.workforce at nhs.net If you have content ideas or would be interested in being interviewed for the podcast, please do get in touch. Bye for now.